Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Here to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Welcome to a new episode of Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week we have Mario and Vincent. And they're going to talk about their group. It's called De La Luz. They have three singles coming along with uh, music videos, show announcements, merch, holiday themed covers, and much, much more. So, gentlemen, welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Hey. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having us. So, gentlemen, why don't we get right into your music origin story. How did De La Luz get together? Um, What kind of led up to it? And kind of like a little bit of history yourselves. Well, we started with... Uh, myself having a project that I, I was working on and I had been wanting to work with Mario for some time and Mario ended up kind of uh, not kind of but but taking over a producer role for De La Luz and uh, yeah I mean really what it was at first was my own project and it was just like under Vincent Black and uh we had start we had started spending so much time with each other and we had a, like a mutual understanding of um of what it of, of of where we wanted to go professionally and and we just just dug in and we grew together we started writing more and more together and um you know it was like a he finishes my sentences type of thing and we like just just kept grinding and kept writing and uh and you know we're able to speak candidly to each other about things and and dig deep to find to find the sound that we want yeah you know um pretty much me and me and vince had been uh we'd been in touch uh we knew each other through uh the music scene and friends of friends um you know we were both experienced musicians um as frontmen and just songwriters in general and uh i was in, i was a frontman of a post-hardcore band that toured for a while um a few years leading up to this and uh it just the timing was just right and um he needed help uh to project his his visions and his solo material and that just uh it was it was good pra- practice for me but then it ended up just something that i really just fell in love with like playing guitar for him and he was like yeah you want to do this and uh so just uh, really, really the the right kind of partner as far as just experience and um, who's just well seasoned, um, and yeah, just we're just on that level, and it's it's a it's a brotherly relationship. So it's we just have fun and just shoot, you know, shoot for the stars. Really, did you guys have like music when you were growing up? You know, like family that was in music, or were you like? part of the school music program or anything like that or was this like something that kind of came later on in life man um i mean i started playing in uh, when i was 14 i'm 32 now but um i was doing this music was always was always a part of uh, my upbringing um i'm half mexican half sicilian and i come from very passionate lively um cultures and backgrounds and music was always a huge part of that um, you know, my, my mom and my dad are just, they're the first ones out in the, out of the dance floor. It doesn't matter where, what time of the day. So, um, diving into my dad's CD collection and my brother's CD collection, it was like, dad was like, 
um, Gap Band guy, uh, Michael Jackson, um, Santana, and then my brother was like Rob Zombie, Green Bay, uh, Green Day, uh, Green Bay, Green Day, uh, like Creed and, and a bunch of rock. And then mom was like Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, um, all that stuff. So this project is literally all of those things that is that have like ever influenced me. And I'm pretty sure I can, I can speak the same for him, for Vince. And we just, it's just, it's just there. You just hear it. So, um, but yeah, I started playing guitar when I was 14 um, because a friend of mine did. And that was just it. I, I was like, this is it. I played my first (laughs) show in a basement, um, Menominee Falls. It was a basement show. And uh, we only had five songs. I I didn't even know how to tune a guitar. I didn't have equipment. I just had a guitar, but I had songs just written. These things just kind of poured in before I knew what I was doing. So I played the set like three times over because these kids were just losing their minds. And I was like, there's nothing else that can match that. So (laughs) nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, For me, I grew up on the South side of Chicago. Um, My family um, weren't, I didn't really know too many musicians. I found like my skate, my escape in like the Chicago music programs or like when that, like there was a couple security guards and things like that growing up that were uh, really, uh, that were really good to me. And, uh, they just, I had a, I had a good music teacher, um, when I was younger and it was just a place to kind of escape to. And, um, from there, like it just grew. I like, I found my passion and I had been writing like original melodies and songs probably since I was like nine or 10 years old. So like, um, I had like kind of a rough upbringing. I didn't really like really dig into like and and explore um, my performative musicianship probably until I was like 17. So after that, uh, that was it. You know, I, I played with the band for a little bit and then um, I just kept grinding little by little, no matter what happened in my life. And I always found myself in a place where music or around musicians, it just, just always gravitated towards it. So um, as far as like music, and uh, what influences me or kind of what I, I, I grew up listening to everything. Dusty, soul, Motown, old school country, working in the restaurants, um, bluegrass. I mean, everything. So it's just always like I, I have like a memory bank for melodies. OK, so I guess that's probably what happens is like when the muse like talks to me or when I write, it just like accesses this this crazy bank of like melodies or whatever and then um i guess from there i just kind of like put poetry to whatever melody i'm like putting together you know and then that's kind of like how it started when i was a kid too cool yeah so obviously all those influences has kind of combined together now to create this song these music um these songs for your um that you guys are working on so why don't we kind of talk a little bit about the songs themselves why don't you kind of give the listeners like you know, an idea of how, you know, collaborating together has created this, this, um, this music that you guys are, do- are doing, this amazing music. You can go ahead. Go ahead, Mario. No, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Um, no, yeah. I want to hear the info. Yeah. I mean, it can, God, it was, uh, you know, first it was, it was him. He had, um, he had, he had, re- he had started like putting chords together on keys. Um, and he had these key ideas or it was that, or like, he had these vocal melodies and, and like lyrics and like really strong ideas that like um, they were so easy to just, I, I knew what he was trying to say and I knew where he wanted it to go. Cause that is where, that is where I wanted it to go. 
So like we literally just started just I'd be like, oh okay. Um I'll start, you know, I'll like restructure it or like just play his melody on on piano or like a synth and then um a, you know a bass and a beat i'd play a bass um i don't i don't do any like live kits because i'm just not in that kind of setting but uh we'll start with some you know either live or like um b type machines or program drums um and we just we just started vibing and we we found that every time we got together which was for about two hours um like four or five times a week it was like a song every time a song every time like when it's right you can really just hammer out ideas and um not confine yourself to any any boundaries and yeah we just had that kind of relationship where it's just it's just easy to to vibe and write a song write right right get get ideas down and just document everything we're doing so um yeah (laughs) that's kind of like the process it it, with i mean i don't know we really have like a very like um open process when it comes to like melodies and song ideas i'll finish a quarter of one he'll finish a quarter of one i'll send him uh, a completed melodic idea from beginning to end um but these respective songs that we've pulled out so far like chained um, when, when you're asking about like, what does that song mean mm-hmm. and, and what, what do those listeners want to, um, what, what are they, you know, chained, uh, chained is about addiction. Chained is about, um, being able to, to, to fight those things that bind you, you know, that being able to break the chains that bind you. And with Mario and I both being in recovery, um, it just really like, it really resonated with us that message being able to to send that message of uh uh you know to rid yourself of those addictions and that's why in the video you can see that character that i'm that that i play in the video is uh, like convulsing and going through those um that being being exercised of that addiction and the lyrics you know lies won't kill that addiction are um really state uh the the chorus really states what what the song is about used to think that I'd put my fleshly wounds first That thirst is the worst The idols we worship are cursed Breathing through the verses Trying not to lose my shit Just 
create uh what what i'm what i what i'm creating because i'm in los angeles right now but we're in the process of uh just networking and building relationships because at the end of the day um i have a really big idea that i want to do for us so um and little by little we're taking those steps to get there but as well what you're what everyone is seeing right now is um uh, the manifestation of that, the, what, what, what the beginning of it. So when someone looks back in like 10 years, they'll see the continuity from that to what it is, you know, then. So that, that's what we're, that's where my head is at, you know, just continuing to give people Easter eggs later on that they're going to enjoy a bit more when we get there. But then also in the process, we're proving to very important people what we're capable of with just our own sweat equity, just with our own, you know, our own push and making sure, cause at the end of the day, yeah, you can make a song, everything is sonically well, but do, does the person feel the song? Right. Does it make sense to them? So does the story make sense to them? Can they feel it or will they eventually be able to feel it? You know, um, yeah. I was actually, yeah, hey, like I was, um, I was, People have all have felt the same way and emotionally react to something the same way they've been reacting emotionally, emotionally to story the same way for the past 25,000 years. Nothing has changed with that. <laughs> What's sad is sad. What makes you angry makes you angry. What's immoral is, is immoral, you know? So and that is the one thing that hasn't changed. It's finding the key to unlock that. And being able to share what you've done and people being able to relate to it on a, um, you know, in a way where you can monetize it, you know, because mm. at the end of the day, yeah, we're artists, right? Right. 
we're broke. Yep. You know, <laughs> we're broke. Yeah, we're so so we're 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 literally spilling our guts so that way maybe the public will 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 do us the honor of letting us being a, be a jester in their court. So like, but like I said again, um, you know, I digress from that. The songs themselves, each one of them are indicative of a moment or a story or something that we've gone through respectively, or I have gone through respectively. You know, we wrote tired. Um, I wrote tired initially uh, during um, COVID. You know, okay. everybody, everybody was just, stuck they were just they 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 didn't we didn't know what was going on in the world and and that's why in the beginning of tired the lyrics are staring at these four walls nothing seems to change you know and then you know and and, and when you're stuck in that in that headspace and it doesn't matter what room you're in a room is a room even in your own damn head mm-hmm so and 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 if and if I could connect with someone and learn how to convey that that message, um, then I'm gonna attempt to do so. Staring at these four walls, nothing seems to change.
fortunately, we had um, a great producer help us with two of those songs as we had begin to slowly acclimate ourselves to a professional level of recording. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped us uh, shine it up and helped us learn how to hear the dead spaces that were taking away from, or that, um, that, that brightened up the song in itself. His name is Lucas Sater. Okay. He just did a song with, with uh, Jennifer Lopez. He just, he's on, he was on tour with Sam Hunt. He just got off tour with Sam, Sam Hunt. Um, just, we have, we've been fortunate enough to co- to connect with some amazing people who see something in what we're doing. And, um, you know, we just want to reciprocate by not giving up and just grinding and going hard, you know. And, um, but yeah, as far as No Good, right? The third song, the one that we just, the, the, our last single. Yeah. Um, no Good, it, it's about getting through the haters and the naysayers, the people that say that um, it's not possible for you to make it, you know, you're, you're, you're too, you know, you're not pretty enough. You're not, you're not skinny enough. You're not, um, they, they just don't, uh, it, it's like, we forgot, we forgot what makes music, what it is, you know, like a timeless song. We don't hear any timeless songs anymore, man. It's hard, right? Isn't it? Yeah. That's like the hardest thing is to find a timeless song. Thank you. 
So, but no good is it's about like just getting cutting through the noise and just letting people know to, to stay away from the people that aren't going to do you any good. Cause if anybody's trying to bring you down, they're not rolling with you. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to have a wake up call, but you know, a wise man will advise you without wishing ill will upon your dreams. So like it, that, that's, that's the type of advice I want to give anyone because that's the type of advice I would expect to continue to grow. And that's, that's kind of like when no good is about it's fun. It's dancey. You know, you try yep. to hurt my feelings, but your words were no good. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, it, it's just so as, and initially actually, Mario, you can kind of tell them like why we started writing a little bit more upbeat right before the show at Brady, Brady street kind of, um, we just, uh, you know, you can, you can kind of hear the, the somber tones in this song. You can hear the more aggressive tones in this song. This song was kind of like. Oh, you mean like Jane Tired was somber. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though, it's, even though kind of heavy, but, and now this song was just kind of like, we're starting to, we're starting to understand who we are. And that's kind of why we just, I mean, this song was just unlike any, unlike any of the other songs. Um, and we just, we just had fun with it. And I, um, we were pretty much rewriting a set for Brady street is to kind of like throw a party or like just make our music like upbeat that way. And um, just kind of really sticking where we're really just kind of appeasing the, the pop sides of the influences that we love and stuff like that. All the while still being like heavy and just doing whatever, not, not, uh, not paying attention to any, any specific direction really. So as long as it feels good and moves us, we, we feel like it'll resonate with, with someone else yeah and then with um are you living in la right now or are you just visiting in in la right now vince well i live out here okay so yeah so you how do you guys collect do you fly out here and and do shows or how how does that live stuff work for you guys well first we had mario fly out here for this last show we did we just did in in anaheim but right now what we're doing is we're just we're we're writing and we're usually in the winter you in the fall winter he and i were just talking about this we kind of go back into our our dens and figure out where we're gonna what we're gonna do next as we're releasing a couple of singles so we might have a show in december um but right now the priority is um trying to figure out with our well with management we have a manager now chris ronan who's amazing um, we're working on a couple of things where we can monetize things and, uh, it'll be able to, it'll, it'll afford us more time to, to tour and to do more shows like that. But the plan moving forward is Mario is going to be moving out here in March, April ish. Okay. So, um, in the meantime, uh, I'm an actor and I'm doing, and I'm also attending Berkeley. So I'm in the process of, um, Working with uh, with an, uh, and I'm also doing television and film stuff too. I'm in the process of doing like some script analyst stuff for someone for for a big production company. Um, yeah, man, just we're building relationships and 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 just continuing the slow but steadfast journey of you know of, of building what we're doing. Yeah. So, but yeah, we're still gonna do one-off shows. Um, you know, every other month 
in the for the time being but um but yeah typically because we're not doing shows we're digging in but we're always writing that's the thing about us so um yeah we're just um we're in the process of just continuing to develop and build and and getting better at mixing and getting better at just and working with other producers who are amazing other engineers working with um the head of urm of erm academy yeah um and and nail the mix yep he's a he's a really good friend of ours okay and on a sec yeah joe wanasek is amazing so he's been a really good friend um you know and just with all the berkeley connections i've been making and other producers i've been working with and it's just amazing we we've got great people in our corner fantastic fantastic and you know it, it it shows in your songs um there is a direction with it there is a, a clarity to it there is um there's no bs in there at all it's it's what it is and it's it's a great art thank you thank you we that means a lot that. it really it does <laughs> now um is it possible for you guys to talk about the local music scene where where you're at as in what you see as the positives of the local music scene and the struggles that you're seeing that you would like to see not be so much of a struggle which one the, the, the wisconsin one or the or the one in general like like music industry or i'm i mean mario you're you're in wisconsin you could probably talk more on the wisconsin side with vince you're out in la maybe you could talk a little bit about how it is out there and then we can yeah, kind of compare the yeah. two well, here, um, man, Milwaukee, Wisconsin has always had its creatives. There's never really been um, a lack of art and, and talent here. Um, you know, out, outside of Milwaukee and outside of even Southeast Wisconsin, um, you know, I've discovered great artists who tour like up north and like through uh, places in Northern Wisconsin, but, um, yeah, I mean here, um, it's been, there's a lot of factors. It's, um, I feel like the music scene faces a lack of, um, resources, people who are, uh, doing the hard work, like promoting and throwing shows. Um, I think, uh, there's a lot of, uh, lack of trust within the musicians in the community itself, uh, with each other. There's a, like a, a, a big scarcity mindset people are so protective and like tend to be kind of reserved here um that they don't really end up like support really supporting each other or going out of their way just just to lift people lift each other up you know it's kind of uh um survival of the fittest I, I feel like but you know the music scene changes sometimes it's um it can be it can be much stronger than that it can be thriving depending what it is like if it's uh rap hip hop shows or like metal hardcore shows they they have their they have their ups and downs here um but as far as being a music city it's just it's it seems like peaks and valleys and just very very low key like it you know there's a lot here a lot of uh room to grow um but it seems to just be peaks and valleys and i think that kind of makes it a a struggle um for a lot of emerging artists and stuff like that there's only so many shows going on there's only so many venues there's only so many uh all ages venues too yeah so. and any thoughts on what could help 
um, those struggles become not so struggling? Oh man, I think it's a lot. Um, I think it's an economic thing. Uh, this is a very blue collar, uh, people love to drink here too. Um, I feel like there tends to be a lot of focus on, on it's a weekend warrior entertainment economy. That's what go. it is, bro. Because I spent a lot of time in Milwaukee too. You know I mean? I just moved mm -hmm. here three months ago. I'm from Chicago, but I lived in Milwaukee for a long time. Okay. I played with cover bands out there and everything too. So like I, I can, you know, like I, I, yeah, it, it's, it's unfortunate, man, because it's like, but the thing about it is, what artist is doing anything impactful enough to really bring them out? You know what I know? I, cause when, when I moved here, right. For us to prep for the show that we had in Anaheim, you know, I created, um, a, uh, a route to take flyers to tattoo shops and go and meet people face to face and ask them to come out to our show. You don't see that too much anymore you know excuse my language but you don't see that like we you know I, if i think if these cats did stuff like that because i, I kind of like had an epiphany i had an epiphany because i was kind of at the same time a little um a little jaded about that scene out in milwaukee you know but because if i wasn't if i wasn't singing you know if i wasn't singing a bunch of cover songs it's like nobody was, it was hard to get people to come out and see original music. Unless you, unless you like had a show with a dad rock band and you're just like playing, you know, and, and, and you're like playing a bunch of nineties covers, which don't get me wrong. I love the nineties. Okay. I'm a, you know, I was born in 86. I grew up, you know, singing Chris Cornell songs, you know, like I, I, I love it, but what, what it is, is, if you want an economy and you want to monetize a product, you got to do the footwork. And that's what being in LA taught me is that maybe it's, it's, it's a fire of ambition. When you get here, you're just like, Oh man, you can really utilize this space. But in a way you can do the same thing in, in Milwaukee, if you apply yourself and, and get it done. So that was kind of an eye opening thing, but there's a major difference. The major difference between L.A. and Milwaukee and even Chicago, and Chicago is a lot like Milwaukee, um, is people are accepted here no matter what they look like, no matter what they sound like, no matter the way they talk or they walk. If they're a crazy hardcore conservative or a crazy hardcore liberal, whatever it is, if you're there listening to a band and you like them, you it doesn't matter none of that shit matters here it, it and that's what i've noticed about the culture here like it just you're accepted man they'll 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 watch you they'll give you the time of day and and thank god we we put on a really good show for for the for the folks over at um chain reaction because um yeah man it was it was so much it was so well received and it was just such a blessing and an honor mm -hmm. And, and, and there's just like, it, it's just a diversity. It's a diversity thing. And the diversity here, I can tell it has only been like this the past, it started to grow into this in the LA, in the, in the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area in the past 10, 15 years to where like that diversity is like really accepted. I can kind of tell. Um, so I think Milwaukee will get there. 
it's just going to take some time. The boomers and everybody else who are older, they're getting older. And then all the next, that's, that's how you can see there's nineties cover bands now. First it was eighties and seventies and eighties and nineties and then two thousands. And now it's like boy band stuff. And <laughs> I mean, you know, like whatever though, it's fun. It's a good time, right? Yeah. People want to go out. They want to spend money at a bar. They want to get their drinks, have their pizza, dance with, dance with their partner, whatever it may be. And, and, and call it a night. And, um, a lot of the times people just aren't into experimenting and trying something new. Yeah. So that's why the cheeseburger and the slice of pizza is probably the two biggest products being sold here in the United States of America. Because, <laughs> you know, they don't want nothing different. They want a hot dog, a cheeseburger, and a slice of pizza. So, you know, and that's kind of like what we're doing with De La Luz. I'm, I, I essentially want to take, want to write a hit in every genre. So I want to write, you know, like a rock hit, a pop hit, you know, like and, and like take everything that we've learned and we've grown up with and apply that to the science of writing a great song, but telling your personal story through it. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of that that that's really the goal of it, because I want to be able to connect with the person who other people might say, oh, well, they're crotchety, blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't fucking know what will take them out of their you know, what'll take yeah. it to that place. It could be a Beatles song, you know, right. it could be a reggae song. It could be a song that really takes people out of that, you know, because there's people that go see one band, not for all those other songs, but just for that one song. And if we could have one song for each type of person and we play all those songs, then we're going to bring all those people together. And those people are not going to, they're, they're not going to, um, they're not going to see the differences. They're just going to see the similarities. Yeah. And then that there creates love and that creates like, and, and, and when they talk about music um, impacting people in a way that unites them, that is, that's my thought. Like that, that's the train I'm trying to put together right now. So with everything, with the filming that we're doing, with the message that we're trying to convey through the music that we're writing, it's about like the unification of people, no matter who the fuck they are and where they come from. So like, and, and, and I, I don't know, I, I think that's a kind of okay way to put it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right, or, you know, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so cool to hear a different perspective from someone that's seen it from a different perspective. Like Vince, you're talking about from being in LA and just being out there that short amount of time, you see such a, you know, a difference between what's happening in Milwaukee, you know, compared to what, where you're at in LA. And it's just, it's interesting. It feels like sometimes here we're like stuck and we don't know how to get to that next level. A, we're so comfortable and everybody's just used to how everything is and they're afraid of change, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. Change is not easy, no. uh, especially for like an amoeba, right? You have this, <laughs> you have this amoeba, right, of people. And they're like, what's your plan Friday? Oh, we're going to grab the Harley, stop and pick up some cheese curds. And then we're going to go see a band at five o'clock play at, you know, Quaker Steak and Lube, you know. And then after that, we're going to go home. Like, And then you got, you got like, it's so true, dog. I'm not even playing. And then you got 200 bikers that show up, you know, and, and they show up to these events. But what, what we need to kind of like realize is that these bikers 
like it's a it's a family it's a family thing for them you yep. know it's a way of life and that's the same kind of culture out here in LA when it comes to the music and having that diversity it's a way of life and the only way to fix something or or not fix something but change something or um add help to. something evolve yeah. yeah add to or it help it right. evolve yeah um is somebody has to be the person to do that you know maybe it's the whammies you know maybe it's you you know maybe it's us who maybe. knows yeah who you knows know? you don't know because because i was even surprised that um you know us a band having a spanish name right it's like some you know it's like a mixture of like castilian and native american type of spanish playing a show in milwaukee on a main stage on the east side at seven eight o'clock at night i i've never heard that it's always either been it's always either been like uh you know um like contemporary latin bands or maybe like a hip-hop artist or uh, an, uh you know like a midwest emo band or something like that but never some like never never a couple of guys that want to go up there and just want to be like just just do our thing like prince would do yeah. or like you know it, it you don't really and 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 i feel like we were able to kind of disrupt the regularity there with that and and i feel like on our way out of the town for it being the last show at least of the year in milwaukee um we 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 impressed upon people very well and like you know that was really that was a lot of fun like that was a lot of fun and so like change is happening yeah that, that's a clear indication that change is happening that we are allowed to do that you know like even Summerfest, we're part of this documentary that's coming out and um Summerfest and a couple of people i'm not going to name were were kind enough to allow us to be um to be there and uh, film a feature film documentary that we're a part of and uh you know that's coming out next year sometime uh it, it was just a kindness that that i had uh that i i guess i don't know if i earned it from these people but i had been working them and i played Summerfest every year for like four or five years and they allowed us to do that i mean so that's a kindness that that you can really see that like in, in some sort of way we've earned respect from people enough respect from people for them to allow us to do that and, and not say hey we need a couple bucks from you in order for you to do that you know yeah. like the wonderful people at you know like don smiley you know and all those other cats over there at Summerfest. um just wonderful people and i had been go we had been going there for years bro back in the day over by the rocks hanging out with all the stoners <laughs> the whole thing you know <laughs> <laughs> people dying of alcohol poisoning or almost you know i mean just another wisconsin friday or saturday <laughs> um yeah i mean it's it's interesting and, and i think once people know you know realize that you're not B, you know bsing them or you know you're trying to be a player or whatever and they actually know that you're being sincere with what you're trying to do they're going to open doors because they want to be with you when you're walking through that door mm -hmm. That's yeah. how we look at this project. I mean, all these relationships and everything we're doing, like we're not just trying to hire people to play this show and that show and do this and that. It's like, we're sick of doing that. Like, you know, obviously um, it takes building relationships. It takes um, sifting through 
temporary, you know, some temporary relationships or whatever. It's just, uh, you know, it's, we, we're looking at things the long run and we, we just want to build it like with people we trust and, and love and who really just see it. So, yeah. Cool. Um, as I'm wrapping this up, um, so Mario and Vince, are you guys have a quote unquote day job or is this like the thing that you are doing? I know you said you're at Berkeley Vince, um, but is there like a work life balance that you have to keep balanced or is it not something that you have to worry about? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got to work. Everybody's got to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I but mean, like, like, is it music related? job or is it a non-music related job that you have to grind through so you can do your art well we i I did have a grinding job for a long time and i still kind of do i'm like i'm I'm off for a bit so i can explore other opportunities here um fortunately i was able to secure a relationship with a producer and that's probably going to turn into my full-time gig so the entertainment industry will hopefully Pray for me. <laughs> Cross our fingers. <laughs> will um uh, be a full time thing, but if not, um I will continue to be uh, working in the uh, technology industry, selling uh, communications to big business. So I I sell like phones and IoT and uh, things like that on a big level. So I'm like. Uh, I was already coming from a world of selling stuff. I did door-to-door sales for like 18 years. Yeah. So it takes a, it takes a level of ambition and grind. So yes, kids, you got to work, man. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't just going to come to you. That rapper stuff, that doesn't happen. Because these guys walk into a producer's, um, into a, they, they, walk, they, they meet up with a producer. They got 20 G's from selling a bunch of drugs or doing whatever the hell they drop it right on the producer. And they're like, Hey, uh, let's do five tracks. This producer of course is going to send his, his track to Tom Lord algae or Chris Lord algae for two, three G's to be mixed and mastered, no matter how sloppy it sounds once it leaves them. Yeah. So like, so, so don't think this stuff is, is magic. It's not start with the song, right? Right. Mario. It always starts with the song, baby, with the idea. Song. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a good song, played by a, a good musician. You know, if the song sucks, it's not gonna get anywhere. But um, it doesn't matter how good the song is if you cannot reach an audience, whether through building your own community or having the funds to invest, because it is a business. Ninety percent of it ends up being business on the back end. It's like the year for us last year was like so. Del loses two years in the making before playing our first show we played uh before playing brady street and uh when was that september was that july july end of july, july. yeah it was july. we had spent that whole year um writing recording filming editing uh and working full time like till about six seven o'clock at night and then me and him would work for another four or five hours on you know um finishing a song to put it out or mixing it um so just it's a lot of double duty and um but you you kind of become an addict at it like we're fuck, we're we're crazy um but <laughs> yeah. it's it's just it, it costs money like some people get lucky they either find an investor or they have a rich uncle or whatever 
Um, but it does cost money to even to even get it to the into the right hands to even yeah. get it through a door. You know, it's, it's a lot of relationships, it's a lot of trust, and we're not even you know these are things that we know and we're learning and try to trying to emulate ourselves to to be successful and, and thrive as as creatives and as and as a business, of course. Um, but you know, if we didn't enjoy what we were doing, if it didn't move us, if it didn't make us, if it didn't set us on fire, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, we have to we have to love it first. Me and him are very passionate, personal people, and we have to love it. Um, and that's that's what you hear. You're hearing our like we're emotional dudes. <laughs> you're hearing <laughs> our raw emotions. Yeah. Um, high, low, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Because cool. I mean, faking it till you make it doesn't. It, that that's that's complete bullshit. Okay. You will fall flat on your face. And, 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 and remember the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And that like, those, those words are so true. Like if, 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 if you were able to get yourself in a position to where you made a bunch of money coming out with a single and you stole someone's beat or stole someone's song or something like all the shit always, always comes to the surface. It, yeah. it really always does. And I mean, if there's, any more advice I can give is just, you know, just be yourself, just be yourself, be honest, yep. be honest about your skills and your level um, or do the work and don't come to the table till you have it. Right. If that, it, you know, just it, it, it all depends, you know, but just don't don't walk into a mixing engineer with these people, you know, and, and waste their time, you know, do the work, do yep. the work or come and hit us up. We'll gladly help you. Hit us up at the De La Luz and we'll I'll gladly talk to you for a bit and, and give you any kind of advice. We can we can talk about the industry. We can talk about what moves you're making and anything we can do to help you. And, you know, because you can only keep what you have by giving it away. You know, the the greedy not sharing and not um not not um putting your friends on right. not promoting your friends, dude. What is wrong? Like you need right. to promote your people. If you're not promoting your people, then you're just in it for a hard on for the likes <laughs> for a heart. Like, no, dude, put your people on. If you're not putting your people on silence speaks so much louder. dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're quiet and, and I'm trying to push something and you ain't sharing my shit, then we got problems because if I've known you for five years and every time you put something out, I'm sharing it and I'm trying to pump you up and you're not showing me any love. Why are we here? Why are we here? Right. I love you. You're a good friend, but why are we here? Yeah. You know, and, why, and, and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, I try to promote as many groups out there as I can through my social media and doing the podcast and, you know, just, you know, I don't care if, if I make a dollar or if I make $500,000, I'm here to help make this music scene in Wisconsin more than it's that more than it is, even if it's increasing it by 5%, you know, at least I'm trying to do something to help everybody here in Wisconsin and, and hopefully beyond, you know, eventually someday down the road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about that. I'm all about that. <clears throat> so there's this, there's this clicky status quo thing about it too. That's why people are like, a lot of people will watch 
they'll be watching from the stands like hey i see you i see you doing that but it's like where are you yeah that's why they say your friends and your family aren't your your fans they're not your like following because they because they think oh like oh that's just vince right 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 we can go see him but like the stranger is like yo like (laughs) yeah yeah exactly but but in order for them to like in order for us to like really monetize what we're doing so um we need people to share yeah you're my friend like share because even though you're not vibing with me you might have a friend who who likes what we're doing right or you know like I might not like what you're doing, but I might have a friend who might like what you're doing. It's all subjective, right? Yep. So exactly. why not why not work accordingly? But no, and and unfortunately, I feel like there's a big soup of selfishness in Wisconsin when it comes to that. You know, I noticed that even in LA, right? When I put people on out here, they'll put us on. And I just got here, bro. <laughs> we just got here and they're showing us more love. Than the place that we were just playing in and the relationships we built with all these people. So what does that tell you? What does that tell us? <laughs> you know? Change like, needs to happen. It doesn't matter though, but like I but kind of like I digress. I still love Wisconsin. Yeah. I love I love the people that um I've built relationships with there. Um it's just a different type of thing, you know. We'll be we'll be cool soon guys and then <laughs> then you'll show up we're, we're working on it yeah, oh yeah yeah then they'll show up right i know you <laughs> i know you <laughs> so you know to, to to go back to what he was saying obviously like we don't have the best music scene but like if you're a up-and-coming musician or someone listening like you have to work to earn it we're working to earn it however however that is you know the world doesn't know you anything. The rent is due every day. You the have rent. to earn your keep every day. So, every you know, day. we can we can say this or that, but, you know, we're working every day to uh, to make this something. So, All right. Well, gentlemen, I have to say that's it for today. We're running out of time. We're almost at an hour here. So um, cool. any last words before I let you go? Where can people see you, hear you um, online? And any last words? You can find us on all social media, um, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, at, at the De La Luz, um, all one word, lowercase. You can find us on YouTube, um, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, our YouTube page is pretty popping. We have music videos that have shorts attached to them. You can see some of our stories, some of the characters we are introducing. Um, that are part of a bigger conceptual story as well. And that is all our, our um, acting, directing, production um, with, with the help of, of a few creatives as well. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Any last words, Vince, before we say goodbye? Man, some will, some won't. So what next door? Just keep <laughs> moving. Just keep moving, man. You can't stop moving. That's the thing about it, you know? I don't give up because it's possible, man. Whatever, trust me, this comes from someone who came literally from the gutter. You can do it. You just yeah. have to, you just have to just keep going and hit us up. If you need any advice or if you have any questions, um, you can always hit up Mario at um, Rio Lanza, right? Yeah. At, 
right? At Rio Lanza. And then you can um, hit me up at X Vincent Black X on Instagram too. Um, please, if you can, follow us on TikTok. Because I want to start going live on our TikToks. We're trying to make, we're trying to, we're trying to build this. <laughs> we need a thousand it's followers cool. on TikTok. It's funny. There's, there's funny things on there. Yeah. So, you know, we're, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. It was a pleasure talking with you, hearing your stories, everything that you're trying to do to make the, basically the music scene a better, a better scene for everybody. That's right. Heck yeah. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Another great episode there with Vince and Mario from De La Luz. Um, I will put their links to their Spotify and their YouTube channels in the show notes. Go click on that and see what they're up to. Follow them on the social medias and follow Wisconsin Music Podcast as well on Instagram and if you use Facebook. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. Much appreciated if you are enjoying the show tell others i like to keep this a grassroots from the ground up type of growth anything you can do to help support local music and help amplify everybody out there trying to create art is always appreciated leave a five-star comment if you'd like to on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast and go listen to some live music all right everyone have a great week and we'll see you next time